0: Love one another, forgive, judge not, fear not. It's all such great advice with beautiful outcomes, but none of those principles is a one-step process. So let's talk specifics, the messy step-by-step. Welcome to But How Though and a Bunch of Other Spiritual Conundrums. Hey, welcome back to But How Though and a Bunch of Other Spiritual Conundrums. And today we're going to talk about something that is so exciting to me that I often cannot shut up about it. (laughs) For those of you that know me personally, you probably know I'm into the law of attraction. If you do not know what the law of attraction is, a quick Google search would point you in the right direction. But it's basically the idea that what you want in your life, you can manifest through the power of positive visualization there have been many books and articles and podcasts, tons of media content dedicated to the education of people on this principle and the basics on how to use it. The idea that it's not only okay for us to want more, but that wanting more is the most appropriate avenue we have for becoming more. Books like The Secret, The Science of Getting Rich, You Are a Badass, the book that did the most for me about this was The Science of Getting Rich because it talked about money in terms that I had never heard before. (laughs) Money in terms of a tool. And in my little mind, money seemed to be that thing that you use as a reward. It tells you how you're doing and you get it if you work hard and are successful and it's the prize. But The Science of Getting Rich book talked about money in terms of it being a tool for your growth and personal development that we use to uplift others and to make more of ourselves. Now, when that shift occurred in my brain, some really interesting things started to happen. First of all, results of wanting things, the expressing of the want, the pursuit of more growth and development, and then tapping into that as far as Team Universe goes, and really praying about things that I wanted to, to have, to experience, all that kind of stuff. And I started to see the results trickle in, in unexpected ways, which is what everybody reports on these things. But the results were definitely there. The other thing I started to notice was some of the limiting beliefs that I had and some of the fears that I had that resembled guilt and shame that were holding me back from even allowing myself to admit that I wanted what I wanted. Somehow as Christians, we've almost guilted ourselves into believing that if something isn't necessary for our physical survival or for our spiritual salvation, then we shouldn't ask Team Universe for help with it. We're kind of on our own for that because Team Universe is there for physical survival or spiritual salvation, period. And sometimes we may even talk ourselves into the idea that we shouldn't even want something, that is beyond our physical survival or our spiritual salvation. That the wanting, the very desire of those things is somehow selfish or morally wrong. But if we're paying attention, Team Universe has been pretty clear about how they feel about addressing our wants. We might miss the references in the scriptures, but they are there. One in particular that I love is in the phrase, milk and honey. Now, I don't know if you've noticed in the Bible or other books... The phrase, milk and honey, is used a lot. In the Old Testament alone, there are over 30 references to the giving of a land flowing with milk and honey. There are promises made about bringing people to the land flowing with milk and honey. There are verses of gratitude expressed from people that have been brought to a land flowing with milk and honey. In Deuteronomy 26.9, the writer is expressing gratitude here. And he hath brought us into this place and hath given us this land, even a land that floweth with milk and honey. And we can take that pretty literally if we want to, as far as the leading of a person from one land to another, and that land is a little bit more bountiful with natural resources than the previous land. You could think of it that way. That's totally fine. But if we don't, if we think about this as in representative or symbolic terms, why milk and honey? Why use those two resources? And I think the reason is because they are both wants. They are not needs. We do not have to have honey to survive physically, nor do we have to have milk to survive physically. So why is Team Universe always offering it to us? I think because what it represents symbolically is something that we would use strictly for our enjoyment, strictly as a want, and they're offering it to us freely. But how though? How do I believe in my wants as much as my needs? And how do I get past my natural instinct to judge a want as an undeserved selfish desire in order to accept a land that's flowing with milk and honey? Because we do have a natural instinct to judge a want as an undeserved selfish desire. I had this belief, if I earn something, I can accept that something guilt-free. But if I do not earn that something, I don't deserve it and therefore shouldn't ask for help with it or even want it. We do this sometimes with each other as well when we judge each other's wants. There's a thing where I live every Christmas called an angel tree. And it's a tree that is hung with ornaments that you can go and pick an ornament off the tree. That is a Christmas wish from a child in the community underprivileged in some way. You can pick any ornament off the tree. You don't necessarily have to commit to it once you get it. But I do remember talking to one of my friends one time who picked an ornament off the tree and the request for Christmas was some sort of video game that this person's children did not even have. And she felt like, what, if I can't even give that to my own children, I definitely am not going to give this to this other child. And it struck me because there's two ways to look at this and neither are necessarily wrong, but it struck me that it is very easy for us to want to fill someone's physical needs or like for their survival or to fill their spiritual needs, like for their salvation. But it's much harder for us to want to fulfill someone's wants. I'm not going to judge whether or not it is right or wrong to commit to that particular ornament or pick a different one. That's not the point. The point is sometimes we have a tough time accepting a want as a legitimate thing. And when other people are expressing their wants, sometimes we take that on. Well, if you pick that ornament off the tree, you are not necessarily responsible to fulfill that want, especially if it's a want that you can't fill. For instance, what if they're asking for something that you can't afford or don't have access to getting? You're not responsible to fill that want. But when you're talking about asking for something from Team Universe, that is a much different scenario. I was once talking to a friend about the law of attraction when I was like super gung-ho about this law of attraction stuff. This friend was much less enthused than I was. So I naturally felt the need to bear witness to all of the things that I had experienced in my life to convince this person that they needed to start working on the law of attraction in their own life. And they said to me, well, I, I read that book and I did realize that I wanted more and what I needed was more money. And I got a job interview with some people. And so then I told them that I wanted more money and they didn't hire me. They decided to go with someone else because I asked for more money. So this doesn't necessarily work. What may have gone wrong in this situation is that we forget sometimes what we are responsible for and what Team Universe is responsible for when we have an ask, when we have something that we want to ask for. Asking people for more money instead of asking Team Universe for more money is not necessarily going to be the most effective. Another person is not responsible to fill our wants. Truly asking, truly activating the law of attraction in our lives requires us tapping into the power of the universe that is already flowing. It requires our cooperation with them, not our cooperation with each other. Although that is a natural result that happens, we have to go to the source. Asking always requires going to the source. Then we got to be open to the ways in which those answers come. So I can't place the responsibility of my wants on another fellow human being because they aren't the ones that made the promise in the first place. Team Universe is the one that made the promise in the first place. And Team Universe is saying there's already land flowing with milk and honey. All you got to do is come. Here's your invitation. There's already a table set. There's already a chair for you at that table with your name on it. All you got to do is come and take your place at the table. I've mentioned before that I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We have another book of scripture that we use called the Book of Mormon. If you've never heard of the Book of Mormon, Here's what it is. It's a record of a people that left Jerusalem to another place and started their own civilization. It's a record of their dealings with Team Universe, and it's a record of their dealings with each other. In that book, there is another reference to milk and honey. In the book of 2 Nephi, chapter 26, verse 25, it says, Behold, doth he cry unto any, saying, Depart from me? Behold, I say unto you, Nay. But he saith, come unto me, all ye ends of the earth, buy milk and honey without money and without price. This is a very difficult concept for us to understand, especially in our capitalist society (laughs) where you don't buy stuff without money and without price, and you don't try to get something for free. But what Team Universe is offering is something that's already in play. Our wants are already within our grasp. And I realize that I just don't shut up about this whole big ask miracle thing that has occurred and continues to unfold in my life. But there are two things, two miracles within the big ask that have been granted to me that illustrate this principle so well, I can't ignore it. The first was a trip to Africa. I know I mentioned this back in the Ask, Seek, Knock episode. We wanted to have this vacation for our family. We knew we wanted to go overseas while we were living at my parents' house. We didn't have a mortgage to pay. So we got everybody passports, and then we just didn't know where we were going to go. I decided to ask Team Universe to help plan a vacation. And there was a part of me in my heart that was like, you can't ask Team Universe to plan your vacation. You are on your own. This does not have to do with your physical survival. This does not have to do with your spiritual salvation. You are on your own. Plan your dang vacation. Don't waste their time on a want. Then I had to remind myself that Team Universe doesn't even operate on time. So there's no such thing as wasting time, which means every little thing can be a big thing to them. They don't got to compare me to somebody else and say, "Uh, I'm sorry, there are wars going on in other countries and there are people being murdered and jobs and lives being lost. I don't get time to worry about your little vacation. Can you just plan your own vacation? Because I'm working on this other thing. But no, they don't have the limitations of time and energy that we have. So they can say to you and have said to me before, Yeah, I'm aware of the other stuff that's going on in the world. I've got that. I've also got this too. So tell me what it is that you want. Because every time you cooperate with me, every time you open the door to me, I get to bless you. That's a mutually beneficial relationship that we have with them. So I asked, help us find the vacation. In my mind, this was going to like be the be all end all. Like we may never even take another vacation again. This is going to be so epic. But truly, it meant that much to me to go on something special. And I laid out what I wanted, which was that I wanted to create memories with my children and with my husband. I wanted to see a place that I'd never seen before and connect with people I'd never been able to connect with before. That's pretty broad criteria. If you think about it, that could happen just about anywhere. But I wanted it specifically tailored for our family and what we could do. Well... I'm going to skip all the like middle details. But what happened was a vacation to Zimbabwe was basically handed to us on a platter. (laughs) It was amazing. It was so amazing the way that it unfolded. We got to stay with a friend who just happened to move to Zimbabwe right before we were going to go on vacation. We got to stay with them in their home. And since they were new to the area, they also hadn't had a chance to tour around. So we got to tour around and explore some of the cool places around their city with them. Some of their children were the same ages as our children. We got to bond. We got to do so many cool things. They were the best hosts ever. The point is... I did not need to go on vacation for my spiritual survival or my physical survival. I wanted to see that part of Africa. I wanted to see some really cool creations, some specific animals in person and not just on the TV. And I got to. They said yes. They gave me the milk and honey and I didn't have to earn it. The next thing that happened was our house miracle This one is a little bit harder for me to share because as soon as I asked for the things that I wanted in a home, this was two years ago, we made a pretty specific list and we started looking at homes as tools instead of destinations. And for the phase of life we were entering... We needed our home to do some pretty specific things. So we asked, and I knew that that home was going to be probably more expensive than the home I was leaving. And we were also asking for some significant changes. Um, I know I've spoken about this before, so I'm sorry, significant changes um, professionally. And in my mind, that meant financially, because there was no way I was going to be able to afford the house I was asking for without some pretty drastic changes financially. This is what I believed. So as soon as I asked for the thing, I went to work. In my mind, I could say, I believe that Team Universe has the power to grant me these miracles. And I believe that they will. I believe that they are on board with this. And I have examined all of my motivations. And I know what I'm doing this for. And I know they know what I'm doing this for and everything is acceptable we can go ahead and move forward but there was still a little piece of my heart that harbored the idea that I had to earn it that if I was going to get the type of house I was asking for I was gonna have to earn my way to it so I started working mostly on my professional skills well the the direction that team universe was having me go was actually more on changes within my heart not changes within my career. So it was kind of confusing, but I was willing to go with it because I kept thinking, you know, any one of these steps could lead me to the big changes in my career that are going to be required in order for me to get the big changes in my home. Well, it came time to purchase a home and not much had changed for us financially, really. We'd had a few little changes that allowed us to look for certain types of homes, but nothing really had changed to the point where I had earned my way into the type of home I was looking for. Where I live, the housing market is kind of nuts right now. Things are very expensive. There was a home that I was looking at and this home that I was looking at that I really wanted sat on one acre of land in a very expensive city and it was a big house. It was like 6,500 square feet or something and it had to be remodeled top to bottom I mean, every single inch of this house would have to be redone. (laughs) So we made an offer on this home according to what we felt like we could afford and according to the changes that we needed to make. It was not a full price offer. In this market, not giving a full price offer is basically tantamount to not getting the house because there's still way more buyers than inventory. And so you're competing. You're competing. But this house was not being competed for. This house had been sitting on the market for like 200 days or something. So I thought this house, it's going to be in the bag. They haven't had any offers. They'll probably just take anything. I made the offer that I thought that we could afford. And wouldn't you know it, the very day that we went to make an offer, somebody else had made an offer right before us. And we did not get that home. Somebody else got that home. And I was devastated. (laughs) I was so devastated because I thought for sure, That was the house that had been prepared for us. So I started watching that house because you know, real estate deals fall through all the time. And a week later, I was mowing the lawn at the place where we were living. I distinctly remember the moment I felt Team Universe ask me a question. And they said, hey, if you had the money, would you offer them everything they're asking for? Would you give them a full price offer if you could? And I, I really had to think about that for a second because this was a complete fixer-upper. Complete fixer-upper. And in my mind, they were asking way too much for it because of the work that needed to be done. And so I had to sit there and wrestle with myself. If I had the full price amount of money in my bank account right now, would I just give it to them? And as I sat with that question for a few minutes, I, I got to resolve some of those things in my heart and realize that, yeah, I didn't have to withhold anything. I didn't have to judge them for what they wanted to get out of their home. I could give it if I had it. And so I was able to answer, yes, I would. I would give them what they were asking for. And I felt a little good. Good. I'm glad that you came to that conclusion. (laughs) And then that even like solidified even more that that home was definitely mine, right? Like now I'm just watching for the day that that sale falls through. And I'm also watching for the day that something significant changes, For my bank account, because I would have to have the full amount in order to offer them the full amount, wouldn't I? Wouldn't I? Well, we did not get that house. (laughs) That house was not for us. That house was for somebody else. But when it came time to make the offer on the house that was ours, the pieces of knowledge came in in a different order than I thought that they would. And during the process, there was a moment where I thought to myself, do I offer less Because this home is outside of the budget. And it was a very clear, no, no, we had the conversation. We had the conversation when you were mowing the lawn. If you could offer everything, would you? And I said, yes, but I didn't have the the money. Okay, that is not a practical situation when I'm looking at the price tag of a home. (laughs) And once I knew where I was, quote, supposed to be, meaning once I knew which house really was ours, it was so easy for me to make an offer on the house. And it was out of our budget, slightly out of the range of money, which we could be qualified for, for our loan. But I was like, well, Team Universe is planning on making up that difference. (laughs) Because this was the house for us. It had been confirmed to me. This was the place. So I moved with faith, knowing that Team Universe is going to supply the milk and the honey in this situation and that it's probably already there. Okay, here's where the difficulty came in, okay? I'm sorry if this episode gets a little bit longer than I normally do, but I I feel like this is important. When we sold our home and decided to go on this whole big ask journey in the first place, we also sold almost all of our stuff. I did keep one Entertainment Center, which is a hilarious story for another time I will tell you about because Team Universe taught me a really awesome lesson. But I digress. We sold almost all of our stuff. And while we were waiting, in the meantime, during this two-year process, we had started a furniture account. We started to tuck a little bit of money away here and there, knowing that we were going to have to furnish, like completely furnish a home. I was really proud of the amount of money that we had saved. I knew it wasn't gonna be like an extravagant budget for furnishing a home, but we were gonna be able to make sure that that home was comfortable. And one of the biggest reasons we wanted a new home was to fill it with people. So I know that if I purchase a home, I'm also gonna to have to purchase furniture for that home because if I wanna fill my home with people, those people are gonna to have to have a place to sit and something to eat. And all of those things cost money. When all was said and done, In the transaction, what was going to be required of us to bring to closing to make the loan work was going to be almost the exact amount of money that we had saved. Now, the reason that I'm getting a little bit emotional about furniture money is because faith was required of me in this situation. When someone is offering you milk and honey without money and without price, it doesn't mean without it costing you anything it just might not cost you money. It might cost you fear. It might cost you surrender. It might cost you examining some of your old beliefs in order to make way for real truths. I had to surrender to the present knowing that Team Universe was in it for the future. They took me to my last dollar. Now, I hear what you're saying. I hear you're saying, yeah, but he said without money and without price. (laughs) But here's the truth of that is I didn't have to change my financial situation in order to earn myself into this neighborhood or into this home. What I had to do was give everything I had to Team Universe and then they would make up the difference. I had to give everything that I had, my faith, my fears, my willingness to give what someone else wanted in order to get what I wanted. Because when Team Universe works, everybody wins. Now, Team Universe knew that we needed stuff for the house, not just the house. I had to face that turning in my last dollar, knowing that somehow the milk and the honey would also be provided once I got into the home. It's a continuing process. It's not just a, okay, well, here's your house. Good luck. You're on your own now. They have been helping us every step of the way. They helped us find dining chairs for heaven's sake. Every time I say a prayer, every time I say, hey, Team Universe, do you want to go shopping with me? I'm looking for a table runner and centerpieces today. The answer is still always yes. Think of this earth and all its creations. The creations are not here to make us feel bad or to be kept out of our reach. They're not to remind us what we don't have or what we can't experience. (laughs) That's not what they're here for. These creations, this earth is here for us to learn from, to be enriched by, and especially to enjoy. So do it. Ask. Ask for the milk and the honey. It's already flowing for us. Okay, that's all I got for this week. Thanks for listening. If you have something to add to this conversation about your own experiences with the symbolism of the milk and the honey on Team Universe coming through on your wants and not just your needs, I would love to hear about it. Please hit us up on our social media or email me, contact me some way. I would love to hear your stories. In the meantime, I just want to say it's easy to get caught up in what we don't have. It's easy to get caught up in what we can't do. It's easy to get caught up in our fear of change and growth. But if we are willing to be even the tiniest bit open with our questions, with our needs, and with our wants, I think we will find Team Universe is already ready to answer everything, including, but how though?